What's up, everybody? It's Chad. I'm back again with another episode of Ask Chad Grassy Logic. We're here today. I'm here with James Flores from Top of the Eighth. Title today is Top of the Eighth Home Field Advantage. And we'll you'll figure out the reason why it's titled that here in a little bit. So, James, thank you so much for joining me today, man. What's up, my man? No, it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for finally uh, getting a chance uh, with us on your show. I really appreciate it. Um, I've been it's been a long time coming for sure you know we've had avenues kind of miss each other but we were finally able to get on it so thank you for having us for sure dude I appreciate you coming on I know you're a busy guy you know that's one reason why you know I'm a very patient dude I like doing things right and you know when the time's right it'll present itself and it did so now you were here and you know we got it all together so now we can get the whole area knowing who top of the eighth is which i don't know many people who don't know who top of the eighth is at this point <laughs> definitely <laughs> so, brother uh yeah and, and i wanted to show this off i actually had a little apparel to show off so you know like I, I, some dude gave this to me crazy there you guy. go man yeah, yeah, you know i, I must have ran into the same cat because uh yeah. <laughs> we got the same one on brother that's uh just a real quick introduction that's uh Terpy, our blunt smoking roadrunner. Um, super happy to have him on our squad. He's been one of our forefront um, logos that has really been getting some attention, you know, and, and um, from people in the neighborhood to we've had people come from various states to grab stickers because they absolutely love it. So, yeah, welcome, Terpy the Roadrunner, you know. Heck yeah, dude. And you, know, you got to highlight the roadrunner, you know, that's like. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a Zia child since I was born, so that that's hometown, baby. Born and raised, same here. Yes, man. sir. Hundred Yeah, and you know, like I said, you know, before the show, we were talking, and you know, I went to Washington State, and I was wearing this shirt, and people were like, "Is that a baseball team?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, definitely, man. It, it fits so well." Oh, it does, hundred percent. So, anyway, I, I want to give you the chance to uh, introduce yourself. You know, introduce Top of Eighth, and uh, let the, you know everybody know who you are. Sorry for the long intro. We just, you know, uh, we get to talking sometimes. So, go ahead, James. Yeah, good, my brother. Not no worries. So, uh, my name is James Flores. Um, I'm one of the uh, main guys here at uh, Top of the Eighth. Um, we are a baseball themed dispensary. Um, and anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we're the only one in the United States and probably the world that has um, baseball theme pushing behind it. There is other brands out there that kind of do something similar to, you know, infused joints and all that stuff. But we're for sure setting the bar at a whole different, you know, we're, we're really raising that bar kind of high because um, you walk into top of the eighth. And I think since the last time you were in here, brother, we've completely changed the whole layout. Um we're always uh, got the baseball games going. We just recently jumped into a whole new uh, merchant profile too. I'll get into it a little bit later, but um, it's it's been a fun journey up to this point, and I'm super excited to share it with you all. Nice, nice. And, and real quick before I get into the question and everything, where is Top of the Eighth located? So we're right in the heart of Anthony, New Mexico, man, right in the neighborhood. Um, we all grew up. I grew up in a little small town. Uh, I'll always show love to my neighborhood where I grew up, La Union. That's a small little uh farming community but it's the same zip code um we all had the same uh grocery store that we had to utilize the whole valley i mean if you know you know that valley boys runs deep um so that there's one grocery store here and we're right in the heart of anthony we're off of main street 
1275 Anthony Drive, and that's in Suite 7. You'll definitely be able to see us from the road. We're working, and I do apologize, guys, uh, for those of you that have been out here later in the evening. It is a little dark out there. We're currently working on getting some good lighting out there and everything. But if you swing by during the day, it's an iconic red building. Um, with us being so baseball themed, when you go to a baseball park, uh, they have that iconic yellow line that runs across the the home that kind of distincts what the uh, playing field is. And we have that running across the roof line as well. So it's a big, bright yellow line across the top and a big red building. Nice. Yeah, it is hard to miss, to be honest. You know, I've been there a couple times and, you know, once you get into the parking lot, you can see it. So you yeah. know, you're not going to miss it if you use Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. So, yeah, and, and you know, I, I love the idea of it. You know, we've spoken before, you know, about a year ago, I think was the first time we talked. And um, I really love the baseball theme. I'm a baseball, you know, fan myself. I played my whole life. I was a pitcher. Um, you know, I guess I had to be since I'm left-handed. Uh, <laughs> you're you're godsend, bro. Lefties are godsend. Oh, dude, yeah. My dad found out I was left-handed, and he just so happened to be a coach in Alamogordo. And uh, the there you the go, man. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I love that theme. You know, and you know, it's like an American sport, more or less. You know, like For most sure. Americans really uh, know what baseball is, at least. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm sure most people from our our generation, everything, heard that Nelly song. And, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people can identify with that. Uh, so, yeah. So can you give us a little history of where this whole idea came from and really what you guys are about and what you're trying to accomplish? Sure thing, brother. So top of the eighth was um, I'd always been in the market to open up something for myself, to open up something for my family down the line and everything. And I tried a few different little things. The food truck thing had always came up, you know, and we wanted to d dabble in certain things. And when this actually hit the market and it was within my reach, um, I ran with it, man. I ran with it. I had um, my brother come on with us. Um, he's one of my right-hand men. Um, my other cousin, Lalo, he's uh, a little tied up right now with other things, but great guy, smart young man. Um, I think the the team that we've built to really get to where we're at is um, it's an amazing accomplishment to kind of see where we were at, you know, and that that whim of a idea turned into a, a piece of paper. A real good friend of mine told me, write, write your stuff down, dude, see it, visualize it, everything. And the piece of paper turned into a hard thought. And then the thought turned into reality, dude. Before I knew it, I was inking a lease on a place. Um, we were working diligently on our uh, packet with CCD and and um, working hand in hand with the city of Anthony to really kind of move forward with something that our community never, you know, uh, Anthony's unfortunately a, a big underserved community. And, and for us to be able to bring something like this, that's so iconic, um, not only from the name to the colors, to the theme, to it, it means a lot to the community on a whole different level. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, the title of the episode is, you know, a home field advantage. Yeah, so the reason why I sure. say that is, you know, you're from Anthony, born and raised, yeah. you know, you, you really support, you know, the locals there, you know, and the locals really support you. It's, it's a real ecosystem that you have going on there. And that's the reason why I call it home field advantage, because you Definitely. set them up and that was smart, you know, yeah. and, you know, you're really embracing you know, local, you know, when people say, oh, buy local, you know, you're not just buying local, you're supporting the shit out of local. And I, yeah, I, I, definitely, I give man. you that, you know, I respect you for that. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's for sure. you don't see that a lot these days. 
Um, so, you know, that's, that's one reason why, you know, I rocked the shirt. <laughs> cool, man. I love it. Yeah. So uh, how long you guys been operating for? Um, we just recently celebrated our year of work. Uh, we opened our doors Cinco de Mayo of 2022. Um, so this past Cinco de Mayo was, um, you know, an emotional day for us, for sure. Um, it was, um, very sweet moment to celebrate with my guys. Unfortunately, I was out of town at a baseball tournament or softball tournament with my kiddos, but, um, everyone knew I was here for sure in spirit. Um, uh, so yeah, it's been about a year and what are we in July? We're going on a year and two months. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause I think I, I, I think I met you right when you opened almost Yeah. So almost right away. So yeah, that, that was, really we still cool. had the chalkboard, the chalkboard <laughs> menu on the wall, dude. It was, I love it. I've, I've looked back dude. And, and, um, really like got a nostalgic feeling of, of where we're at now, the accomplishments that we've hit, you know, um, the upgrades that we've made, you know, every time some, a new TV goes up or, you know, a new something that we've inked on paper to see actually start hanging on the wall means a lot to us, dude. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And it's always important to take photos, you know, especially when it's a business like that. So you can see the transformation of where you <laughs> came from, you know, and Definitely. you can go back and laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. Me and Lala were, yeah. yeah me, me and Lala were laughing at it the other day. We had like four strains on the menu with one chocolate bar, you know, and, and then now we're just, there's no stopping the rolling ball downhill now, man. So we're super excited. Heck yeah, dude. And I'm excited for you guys too. You know, you're killing it out on Anthony and all that. Um, and so what'd you do before the industry? Were you in the cannabis industry before, or, you know, what, what were you doing beforehand? You know what? I, I used to be a uh, state regulator with the state of New Mexico. I had a state job. I uh, That was one of the big, you know, jumps that I made. I had a pension, everything. I was set, you know, and I, I went out on a limb to really make what I wanted happen. Um, so I, I had to cash out my retirement, you know, and, and we, we just hit grind mode and we didn't stop. You know, it yeah. was uh, we hit the ground running for sure. You know, and but yeah, to answer your question, I, I was a state regulator back in the day um, with the education department. So we did all that back end stuff, too. Um, so when I call it somewhat of a Bible, when that big book hit, I had a binder, three ring binder and I studied it, dude. I studied it. I learned it. I read it and read it and read it again, you know, and I've read it again with all the new changes. And yeah. I think that's that's what a lot of people underestimate sometimes is, oh, well, uh, how'd you do it, man? You just got to sit down and read. It's it's dedication. It's um, it's kind of teaching yourself. You know, I, I had no one really um, in the industry experience come to me um, offering a lot of help. And I don't think there was a lot of help to be offered in in any way either. So it was. Yeah. I had to teach myself, dude, biotrack. I learned everything by clicking the wrong button and figuring out how to fix shit after I yeah. completely bombed it, you know? So yeah. it was, it was a learning process and I'm still learning, dude. I think yeah. you don't take losses, you take lessons, you know? And that's, that's one of my big things that we've built on, you know, is you learn every day. If you don't learn something every day, you're losing. So learn. 100%. And I had some really good advice from an instructor when I was in the army. And he told me, you'll learn everything about this job the day you die. And, you know, <laughs> it couldn't be more true for most jobs. You know, you know you're know, yeah. not going to learn everything about it. And that's great because you're going to keep learning. It's going to want to keep you going with it. And, you know, I, I 
that's that's great that you just decided and some people may have called you crazy huh for you oh know, yeah dude I, um, and- <laughs> I heard it every which way that they could dish it man what are you yeah. doing uh they're gonna know this doesn't work that's not you know and i just i took my head bro i took my head and rolled with the punches and and whoever was behind me i put them on my back and we walked and then when i couldn't walk no more they walked for me my team is strong dude i'm blessed you know blessed heck yeah and you know yeah we were talking about your team beforehand and i've got to meet them you know really cool people you know, um, really passionate, you know, they all come out and start talking and they're very, yeah. you know, they, they do like talking to people, which is great. Yeah. You know, sometimes you go to dispensary and they order that, per- they order, they hire that person that just isn't very good at talking to people. And, yeah. you know, it's a little awkward and you're kind of like, all right, I feel like I'm not welcome here. So yeah. it's great to have that environment where, you know, they're very welcoming and everything. And, and yeah, for sure, man. I've, I've really uh, taught my staff to, it doesn't matter with the monetary value that they're coming into the shop to spend. You take care of them no matter what. Um, right. If they're coming in for a lighter or three bongs because they're headed to a party, you know, it doesn't matter. Like you take care of that person and you give them the absolute experience of a lifetime yeah. from the minute that they walk into the door to the minute that they walk out. They're going to remember us, the colors, the the service that they've been treated with. And, you know, we, we, we strive so, so hard for that, man. Yeah. Uh, definitely, especially you know the King Griffey Jr. You know, road yeah. T-shirt. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, a hundred percent. I agree with that. You know, customer experience is really important. I try to um, tell people that all the time. I'm like, customer experience. There's a reason why people use certain products or do certain things because I love exactly. the customer experience that goes along with it. There's a reason yeah. why people love going to Apple stores. You know, yeah. yeah, that whole customer experience that comes along with it. Um, exactly. So do you guys carry your own product or is it other people's product or maybe do you have um, we pretty much um, we help out a lot of people in the community. We give that's one of the things, too, that when we built this, I wanted to absolutely use this platform for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with a lot of farmers uh, throughout the state. You know, we, we take care of everyone. We give them a platform to really um push their product you know um we've been blessed with a a great location we've been blessed with a great following and a great rapport with the community and i think uh, a lot of smaller farmers have started to notice who we are and everything and um those are the people that we work with yeah we do work with um bigger names you know we hold bloom and all that stuff all that good stuff but i mean the the little farmer gets a chance just like the big dude does especially on our platform you know and i think that that goes a long way we've since we've opened our doors dude um we've had a community table you know um they're more than welcome to drop off their cards you can find everything at our community table from jumping balloons to tables and chairs to long cleaning services and i think i think it gives not only the smaller farmer a chance but the local dude a chance to really you know a lot of people come in in and out you know and it catches the eye for sure. So, but yeah, to answer your question, dude, we do work with, um, we, we try to work with everyone uh, as much as possible. Um, but I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the meat and potatoes of that. Yeah, definitely. No. And that's great to hear that you guys are really supportive of, you know, all these people, especially local and, you know, Southern New Mexico is kind of just getting geared up still, you know, yeah. we're not really done getting set up. And so yeah. you know, there's going to be more people coming online and, you know, the cannabis in New Mexico is, is getting a lot better. Um, oh yeah, man, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think uh, that's, that it's exciting to see for sure, man. Um, 
when everything kind of first launched and and everything i was like oh man we're gonna have a lot of growing pains but um the way it's the way it's kind of evolved so quickly is is exciting to see to see the farmers that we work with hand in hand day in and day out the excitement of them is is very heartwarming to us because they come in so proud of their product um yeah. and i'm so proud to hold it for them you know um they they i think that in hand itself creates a, a great experience for the producer you know because they know that um their their stuff is going to get seen their their logo is going to get seen you know and and i think that's huge that's huge yeah. for them no that's great for everyone honestly you guys, are, you guys are kind of creating a um a, a little platform yourself on how to operate almost you know and it's kind yeah. of along the lines of how i would see one of do you know you know very professional and everything but you know you, got, you also want to have fun so that's it's yeah. great you guys are taking that route and going the route that you are so that, that's cool that's cool shit <laughs> yeah for sure man we try we definitely try to keep the environment as 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 cush as possible even with us vibing with our guys i mean we have a playstation and on the other side that we'll we'll get down on dude like we'll throw yeah. little tournaments and and the loser <laughs> has to buy the eighth you know <laughs> so it's it's fun dude it's it's fun it's uh from from customer experience to producer experience to employee experience it's yeah. it's fun that's great, dude. And it's so great to see, you know, people enjoying legalization this way where you can do that with your buddies. Be like, you lost. You got to get me an eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's what it's been. And then uh, you'll, you'll see like, because our office is on the other side, a couple units down. And when those tournaments get going, man, you'll hear these guys screaming like, no, and yes. And it's 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 fun. It's fun, man. Yeah, I'll have to go over there like, hey, what the heck are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. But you're a little loud. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's yeah, fun, it, man. But yeah. Um, do you guys offer any discounts of any sort? Like industry uh, Yes, we do. We have a military discount. We have industry discount. Um, we definitely take care of, um, I mean, just because you're my competitor doesn't mean I'm not going to take care of you. You know, um, I, I believe there's really no Batman without a Joker. And I think they really go hand in hand. Um, that's always how I've seen it. Everyone's like, hey, there's another one opening up, you know, best of luck to them. Let's uh, let's definitely rock together. But if you guys want to come cop an eighth or an infused joint from us? Definitely, I'll take care of you too. Yeah, I mean Steve Jobs and Bill Gates were friends, but they were competitive. There you go. So, yeah, you know, they, they'd give each other discounts still. Yeah, I bet <laughs> they too, man. Yeah. So, um, can can people order online um, with your website or anything? You know what? Not just yet, brother. Um, we're working on that. That's definitely inked on our to-do list. Um, our to-do list just got like 10 times the size of it and stuff had to kind of get rearranged. Um, yeah. We'll get into that a little bit later, but um, not not just yet, brother. Not yet. Cool. Uh, are you expanding at all? Any plans of expanding? Yeah. Shop? Yeah, we'll ah, jump into it we then. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll spill the beans, man. Sunland Park, here we come. We're coming uh, rolling steam rolling in so uh we'll see everyone pretty soon um nice, congratulations yeah definitely we're excited about that uh we're gonna go provide the same quality service um i'll get into it too right now too um i don't know the last time if you came in here brother when uh did you see the far end wall and the new display cases by any chance I don't think I was there for that. Cause the All right, time cool. We so, so maybe, maybe right after this um, interview, I can treat you guys to a little quick back end of it. Um, we just recently started selling sneakers. 
Um, we came, uh, became pro club certified. We're selling heavyweight t-shirts very soon. Um, we are, uh, selling amazing baseball caps. Um, we source them from the finest sources. We have some of the most exclusive drops in baseball caps. Um, we have some of the most exclusive drops in shoes. Um, we have those brand new bad bunnies. We have those brand new, um, uh, Spider-Man kicks. Um, we got all the pandas you could think about, you know, we, we are definitely changing the makeup of things. You can definitely walk in and get a fresh hat, a fresh t-shirt, and a fat eighth for the evening. And there's no other stopping but here. You know, um, we're working on also adding some other different goodies and stuff for the people to be able to walk out with to help with that cotton mouth, you know. <laughs> so uh, we're super excited. Um, the expansion is definitely coming. And if anyone's came to Top of the Eighth and Anthony, just wait for Top of the Eighth Sunland Park because that one's going to be... I guess it would be kind of go hand in hand with baseball sometimes, but that one might be on steroids. <laughs> I'm going to ask, are you going to have a mini batting cage? <laughs> right? It, it's coming for sure, man. We're going to do a lot of fun shit in Sunland. It's going to be an experience, yeah. to say the least. You know, um, you're going to be able to actually come in and do 10 different things versus the five that we have here, you know? Yeah. Um we're, again, our team just continuously grows stronger and stronger every day. Um, and we're already diligently working on building an, a great team for Sunland Park, you know? Yeah. No, 100%. And, you know, welcome to Little Dubai. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> that's that's now, where it's man. at. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, there's only like 17,000 residents there, but they're like yeah. third or fourth in the state in sales. It's something ridiculous yeah. like that. You know, it's it, they're they're killing it. So you know, congrats, yeah. uh, you know, congrats getting down there. And I can't wait to go check it out. You yeah, know, for sure, man. Hopefully, uh, just a ETA on that. Um, God willing, if everything goes right, all our dominoes fall in place and everything. We're hopefully shooting towards the end of the year. Um, so that way we could really kick off 2024 with the bang. Um, and close out 2023 with a really good bang as well. You know. Yeah. So, um, you know, headed into the spring season, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right for spring training. training. <laughs> right we'll be, we'll be ready spring. to go. <laughs> exactly. So um, is there anything else that you, you have planned to do with the community kind of, you know, that you're working on? Um, you know what, dude? We have been working very diligently uh, with Vaqueros Americanos. Those are uh, – Danny's our really good friend down there. He does a lot of great work as far as uh, bull riding. They do – I believe it's called uh, – mutton busting is that if that i might be wrong on that sorry if i butchered that that's where the little dudes get on the um on the little sheep and they ride the sheep they learn how to the basics of like bull riding and stuff so we've worked hand in hand with them we've helped them out a lot quite a bit with um um what they're doing they're they're doing great work um so we kind of jumped on with them super excited to see what the the following uh, months bring um as soon as it stops with this damn 108 degree weather you know it's it's killer um so we're, we're excited to see what the fall brings but yes we do plan on doing you know different events and stuff how we've kind of structured ourselves with the community um definitely showing a lot of love to all the locals in the area um rolling smoke barbecue i'll throw it out there y'all are my boys the ranch cantina you know that's that's where it's at el camaron all those it's it's all neighborhood love man and i think that's that's uh it's huge it, it's okay. not only translating to us doing small little events and stuff like that but um 
throwing those shout outs is massive for the community. Even um, the local car groups, everything. We love everyone. Everyone uh, really, really um, entwines themselves with us and we entwine ourselves back to them. And, and I think it just gets that rooted um, word of mouth out there on a whole different level. You know, I, I think it, it's it's definitely... It's it's sweet to see, man, because it, it the community has had certain things happen that they fall through, and then it's kind of a bummer. And when we kind of band together, we're unstoppable, man. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, um, just like an anthill. You know, yeah. one ant isn't going to do much, but you know that it whole ant can do some damage. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It takes one person with the voice, man, to really get people running. And if I have to be that person, then shit, let's hold some hands and get it going, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, that's that's where I'm at. I'm right there with you. So you yeah. know, um, yeah, I'll be a second voice if you need. Um, so hundred percent. And so you don't really have any events or anything, you know, planned for the future. I know you mentioned, you know, that you were, but nothing. Similar. Yeah. So everything kind of got put on the back burner. That's what I was saying earlier. That our our inked to do list kind of got, you know, first jumped down to fourteenth because we're we're really trying to get that Sunland Park location going up and running and everything. That's uh kind of pulling us in a direction that was unexpected. Um, it fell in our lap um, fairly quickly. Uh, it was always something that we wanted to do. And then I made a couple phone calls and then it was there. And now before I knew it, I was inking a, another lease, you know, and um, it was just, it. we had to reconstruct everything. We had to restructure um, priorities and everything. So as of right now, top of the eighth is kind of holding off on, on big events. I know our first one was a blast. Um, if you guys were able to make it out, um, the community came out heavy, man. I was excited to see so many people out. Um, we had Mr. Capone out here last June, you know, and he put on a hell of a show. We had another, one of our really good friends, Grupo Auno, local cats. Also, they killed the music game. Um, they pull a whole different set of crowd, you know, and, and it's so fun. It's yeah. uh, definitely something on our to-do list and I might have to reevaluate it and put it up a little higher because I know the community has been asking. It, it's definitely a, a fun party to come to. Yeah. So yeah. As, as soon as, it, as soon as it gets on and popping, we'll definitely social media the hell out of it and, and promote it again, how we did that first time. Um, so, yeah. That's pretty much where we stand right now with the Vans, brother. Nice, man. Well, let me know, and I'll share it, too, because, you know, that was pretty man. cool. I, I remember you were, you know, planning it when, when I first met you, and I was like, that's yeah. pretty dope. And then I saw it. I was like, that looks pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, dude. We had a, a real good friend of ours, Jay Media, come out and did an immaculate video for us. And it was uh, to see it all come together like that. It was, again, I, I in the middle of the car show and everything, I kind of just had to, like, sit back and digest it you know it was a very bittersweet moment you know it was just like bittersweet because i was so exhausted but the sweetness of it of just making something happen for the community dude it, they haven't had that in forever you know and, and it's big it's big for the community they love it i love it we love it yeah yeah and that's one you know reason why you guys are doing so good you know you just you know you involve the community so much without the community you're nothing yeah you know, exactly without the, without the customers so great and you know speaking of before we move on to the next topic um can you let everybody know again um, where you guys are located and what your hours or operations are 
Oh, sure thing, brother. We're open seven days a week. Uh, we are at 1275 Anthony Drive, Suite C7 in Anthony, New Mexico, with the zip code of 88021. Um, big red building to the right if you're headed south. Big red building to the left if you're headed north on Main Street. Um, a lot of people that know the area, if you hit Pickwick or what is now Circle K, if you hit it, you've went a little too far, come back a bit, and you'll definitely see us. Um, we run... Uh, yeah, I, I already said that seven days a week um, from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. That's our schedule. Our guys will take care of you, whether it's at 9.45 in the evening or 9.45 in the morning. You guys come by, definitely get an experience of a lifetime um, and just come check it out, man. Um, we have a lot of the same products of, of a lot of our competitors and everything just because of the market and everything. But I think what sets us aside is the experience um, and the price tag. You know, I'll take it. it yeah, 100%. So, yeah, you know, but yeah, there's, there's still some places selling like $14 grams for <clears throat> stuff that isn't $14 a gram. <laughs> you know? I've seen it, bro. I've yeah, seen it. Too. It's all over the place. So I, I really appreciate <laughs> you joining me. And, you know, I, I'm glad that you decided to stay for the rest of the conversation. Um, but yeah, um, this is James again from Top of the Eighth. And uh, yeah, thank you again, man. It's been more than an honor having you on the show. So we're going to move on with the, the episode, and we're going to talk about the next topic. Um, the city of Santa Fe is not allowing consumption lunches. Does Anthony have any consumption lunches by any chance? Um, not just yet, boss. Um, or is that you? I, I would like to maybe dabble into that very soon, too, to see where we could get along with that. Um, but no, to, to answer your question in a short way, we don't have any right now. Okay. I mean... There's only like one, I think maybe another one here in Cruces. Um, Albuquerque has quite a few now. Um, I think at first they weren't allowing them, and I think drive throughs but I think they changed their mind. Because that's what happened in this instance in Santa Fe is the city council decided that they weren't going to allow consumption lounges at all. Um, and it kind of hindered a few people that were trying to open theirs. They had everything going. They got it kind of set up. And then I guess, you know, they found out they couldn't do it because the you know city decided that they didn't want to. Um this is kind of surprising, you know, and this is allowed in the law. It allows, you know, local jurisdictions to, you know, do different stuff when it comes to, the, you know, the law, the rules, um, essentially. And <clears throat> it gives the local um, governments the authority to either have or not have consumption lounges, unlike retails where they can't outright, you know, ban a retail establishment, you know, with like doing uh crazy operation hours or things like that. They yeah. found other ways, you know, with like the, um, between feet with the dispensaries, they kind of figured out you know how to kind of keep people out that way, but it's kind of backfiring because out-of-state entities are kind of moving in from that, and it's kind of screwing locals over. So it's kind of like yeah. we need to get rid of this, but it's kind of hard to get rid of right now. Yeah. Um, how do you really feel about you know places not implementing or allowing consumption lounges other than you know places that just don't have it? You know what, man? I think um, if you're able to go have a beer somewhere, you should be able to go smoke a joint somewhere. Why not? Um, yeah. go, go relax out how you relax out. What's yours in? What, what do you need to kind of, uh, get the bullshit off your back from the week? I, I think it's very important. Um, and I know sometimes cannabis can be more of like a, uh, ritual type stuff to, mm -hmm. to each his own, however you guys partake, but a lot of people just want to kind of get out there and laugh and giggle and, and see something funny on the TV or play some pool. Not, and not everyone's a drinker, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I believe it's, it's, it's important. Um, I got a lot of friends up in Santa Fe, man, real good people up there. And that, that, that sucks, man. Um, I hope they kind of, 
either kind of revisit that or something because it, it's important. It's important for the culture. It's important for businesses. And it's important. Again, I'll, I'll say it. I've said it all podcast, brother, community, you know, um, yeah. if people want it, why not? You know, yeah. but I mean, again, like I said, that Bible earlier, if it's in there, you got to kind of see those guidelines and <laughs> you got to be. Yeah. yeah. It's important to read that stuff. You know, that's yeah. why every legislative session, I try to read as much of those bills as possible. Because, you know, yeah. there's so much important stuff that comes out and there's so many small things you can miss. And I'm, I still miss certain things. I'm like, oh, crap, I missed that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm only one person. <laughs> yeah. So but, but, you know, yeah. And it's a little ridiculous because, you know, not many other industries are treated like we are. Like, you know, yeah. Las Cruces has a cigar lounge. I think we have almost, I think maybe one or maybe two. Albuquerque has two cigar lounges and no one really makes a big deal about those. And they're not like banned. You know, like they're not like yeah. they have a cigar lounge. No one makes a big deal about the smell. No one makes a big deal about it happening. Um, and that's one thing that kind of confuses me because, you know, uh, these tobacco lounges, essentially, even hookah lounges are allowed to exist, you know, without really anybody giving a shit. But, yeah. you know, we want to smoke some cannabis in a um, social environment. You know, we're kind of told not to and we're kind of made feeling they make us feel like we're a criminal. Because even yeah. one of the, you know, um, planning directors, you know, he said it's not allowed anywhere except your living room, basically. And yeah. I think that's kind of messed up, you know, um, yeah. it's like just telling us we're not good enough. Like the guy smoking tobacco, he's fine. You don't <laughs> trust the marijuana users. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things that I hope changes through time, you know. For sure. Um, and you guys, you, you know, people like you guys are really helping along, too, with the stigma. You know, and just yeah. kind of showing everybody that, you know, there is a customer experience to this. There's a, you know, there is a way to do this and have fun and still be family friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I um, mean, you know, like the event that you had, you know, that was family friendly. I think it was right. Um, yeah. For the most part, everyone outside could swing through, but the dispensary still stayed by regulation, everything, because it just there was no consumption or anything outside. But I think the community just they were ready to get out, man. It was post COVID, you know, people weren't really throwing anything just yet. And mm -hmm. we threw a bash, bro. <laughs> yeah. And that's great. Cause you know, not allowing consumption lounges or somewhere to really hang out kind of just keeps us in the dark, you know, yeah. forces us to back, be back in the dark. And I don't really think that's fair. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of think that's something that should change in the future. Um, but one other thing that I do want to make some caveat is uh, consumption lounges. It's actually really expensive for insurance. Um, come to find out. So I think that's one reason why there's not as many because the insurance is so expensive on it. Um, I could imagine so. Yeah. I mean, it's probably close to like what a bar is, I'm sure. Probably more. You know, they always yeah. gouge you when you say cannabis and like, oh, 700% more now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, bro. And then it's on the news every night. So everyone wants their check cut a certain way, dude. It's yeah. just, I can't get my head around it sometimes. Oh, dude, me too. It's 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 an ever changing thing too. Um, but yeah, the, with consumption lounges, you know, and the reason why I talk about them so much, and I've said this before on the show, uh, they're like my baby. I worked on them with a group of people on the SM 105 uh, Governor Task Force. You know, it was a task force to you know um, change the medical cannabis laws in like 2017, 2018. And you know, when I was working on the consumption lounges and we're trying to figure out the language, how they should work, and everything, I really had this idea of anywhere and everywhere. Um, you know, and it was for you know, the people, the spouse who lives on a military installation who can't take it back because, you know, they do have medical cannabis cards. Um, the person who lives on a reservation who can't take it back. The student who lives on campus housing 
you know, um, person who lives government housing, just someone who isn't allowed by their landlord or parents to, you know, smoke cannabis at their house. Yeah. They have somewhere to go smoke cannabis, store it, and then go home. Um, mm -hmm. You know, of course, they had to have a driver and everything. That was one of the stipulations. But um, I kind of hope that maybe one day we can get to that or maybe someone does something similar because um, I don't really see where it would be too bad to have storage or maybe we could change the law again to have that. But um, maybe one day we can. But uh, yeah, I mean, what's your what's your thoughts about, you know, futures of, you know, consumption lounges, I guess, you know, what do you yeah, think I, happen? I think um, in this short year of being open, I've seen uh, a baby turn into a toddler and now getting into the next uh, stage of life. And, and with every stage of life comes big changes. Yeah. Um, I think it's not so far-fetched, bro. I think it, it's very close um, in time to where we're going to be able to actually go and partake wherever, whenever. You know, um, a lot of the stigma is it runs so deep, unfortunately, but uh, people like yourself and ourselves and everything like we work diligently on trying to at least erase some sort of that. And I think it's evident already. Um, a lot of people are starting to come around. We've had patients come in that had never partaked before, you know, and now it's just uh, it's not so taboo to them no more you know and and it's okay and it's okay and 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 i don't blame them you know i i uh a lot of people grew up a certain way to where that's bad and you don't do that and and your your brain's gonna fry and but now that everything's kind of out there and and no one's frying their brain it's kind of like oh okay all right well let's let's try this then you know yeah, definitely and, and you know the from the consensus of everywhere, um, the most cannabis users are the older people, the older generation. You know, they're, they're <laughs> the ones who kind of need it. <laughs> yeah. less, I guess is what I should say. Um, sure, sure. From from what I've seen, they they really like using salves and rubs and stuff like that, and it really helps them out. So, um, you know, the, my my aunt, she's going through chemo right now. <clears throat> she was really against cannabis, but I guess she recently started um using cannabis and it's been helping her out she's like i really like these gummies <laughs> <laughs> that's so, good man it's it's medicine it's definitely yeah. medicine it's um it helps so much from sleeping to eating to shit anything you know if you're having a bad day your mood completely changes and you don't wake up hung over the next day you know and a lot of people don't see that it's not it's not so taxing on the body either. You know, your body kind of starts to help itself repair itself. It, it's amazing. It's an amazing plant. It's an amazing chemical compound that, that your body just recepts to so well. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's like almost like meant to be in the sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much um, what we had for the consumption lounges. Um, that article was from my good buddy, Andy Lyman up in Santa Fe for the Santa Fe reporter. Um, anytime I see his articles, I'm like, ah, oh, I'll plug Andy. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been on his podcast before too. It's pretty cool. It's called Growing Forward. Um, but yeah, it, it, good guy makes does really good art, makes really good articles, writes really good articles, um, and uh, he's a very good reporter. Uh, he, he called me one day um, asking about growing because he was like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna do a whole series about my my adventure of growing." <laughs> mm -hmm. So he's a cool guy. 
Um, but moving on, we're going to talk about state numbers for June. And this one will probably go really quick because, you know, there's not too much to talk about other than amazing numbers. Um, so it looks like the shop numbers went up from the last time I told you guys. Like I said, I don't know if the state had updated it or if it wasn't updated yet, but it looks like it did. We jumped up from, uh, I think it was 1,008 to 1,047 in the whole Excellent. state. Yeah, awesome. Um, and what that is is all businesses. That's not just retails, because um, there's you know um, not a thousand forty-seven retails in the state. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know that's um, awesome to see, man. Those numbers growing is it? It's evident of growth for the state. I'm excited to see it. Um, again, like I said earlier in the episode, I'm a Zia kid, man. I, I, to see where we're from grow is is awesome. You know, so that's awesome. I got to correct myself too. I was looking at the wrong number. That is how many retails are in the state. Um, there you I was go. Looking at the other how many businesses are all in the state. I think that's like a, that's some crazy number. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to highlight the shop numbers because uh, that's what everybody seems to care about anyway. But yeah, 1,047. It seems like quite a bit, but when you spread it out the whole state, it's really not as much as like we were kind of adding at the beginning. Um, you know, it was looked like that number kept ticking up, but sometimes one month it would be at this number, they would just shoot up almost like yeah. a couple hundred. Um, so it seems that things are kind of starting to slow down and we might hit that plateau here soon. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I think it might happen too, man. Um, a lot of people are starting to see um turnaround times for applications change completely and all that stuff, and which is good, you know, that that's great. And like I said, man, it it's it's good it's good for the state it's good for the local communities it's this growth is is massive and for new mexico to finally have a piece of the pie dude is huge you know um will we get to the plateau pretty soon i would say yes um but maybe not as fast as a lot of people are thinking i think it's gonna still take some time to you know get these because new mexico is an older state dude a lot of stuff has to be either built or uh revamped and and that's kind of what's slowing a lot of people down no it is and, and you know the, with the, some of the people wanting uh i guess the hundred businesses out of the you know thousands of businesses in the state um only a hundred want to close the licensing but mm -hmm. you know, I really don't see that being you know a benefit because if we close the licensing and too many close, then we're kind of stuck and screwed where we were like in the medical cannabis program because yeah. we can't tell the future who's going to close. You know, like exactly. we can make predictions all day, but you know, shit happens and sometimes yeah. it happens really fast. Um, and you know, something could change in the blink of an eye for for certain businesses. Yeah. Um, and we may see that happen. And yeah, I'm with you. You know, we're not going to see like next month. We're going to be like, bah! but you know, I can kind of see it starting to stagger. Mm -hmm. And this time next year, we'll be at a total different number of, you know, uh, yeah. retail establishments than we were, you know, this year. It's just, you know, we're getting set up still, you know, like it's yeah. only been a year, you know, and like, said, yeah, it's still so new state. to the state. Yeah. Everything yeah, is just so new. Mm -hmm. And we take so long to get set up. Some people had to build out, you know, some, yeah. I've been seeing in Albuquerque, all those gas stations that are turning into dispensaries. <laughs> it was like, I saw like five. <laughs> yeah. I was just up there last week, man. And I saw, I ran into a few, I was like, Oh, that's, that, that, that's another one. You know, it's, it's yeah. cool to see though, man. But again, I think that's one of the, the issues is, is the revamping and, and the rehabbing of, of these older buildings and all that stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, there's been an issue of um, regulation too, from the regulation authorities um, of really, 
getting rid of bad players in the industry who don't really need to be here, who keep breaking the rules and, you know, they just kind of keep slapping them on the wrist. And I don't think that's really helping. Um, you know, maybe they're afraid of people scaring people to getting in or something. I, I have no clue, but you know, there's, there's certain people that probably shouldn't be in, um, that they're really not getting rid of. So, um, anyway, we're going to talk about the sales numbers now and move away from the, um, uh, shop numbers. So adult sales were at 33 million. And then it looks like medical sales were at 14 million. So it's, I, I guess, slightly higher um, this month than last month on the uh, medical side. But, you know, it looks like we're doing pretty solid. And I guess the average per transaction was about 40 to 50 bucks on both sides. You know, um, so that's actually really good to hear, too, because, you know, that people are kind of spending a little bit more. I think it was a little bit lower a couple of months ago. I'm not sure. Or maybe they didn't have those numbers. Um, but that yeah. seems about right. Yeah. From yeah, the numbers right. that we ran, it's, it's very spot on there. Nice. Yeah, that's good to hear that you could, you know, corroborate with yeah. that and, you know, say like, yeah, yeah, sounds about right to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the coming months, maybe that's going to change. I don't know. You know, with shops closing down, maybe we'll see more, maybe we'll see less. I have no clue. Are you seeing any kind of changes on your side? Um, we've been super blessed with some real good steadiness, man. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've been uh, able to get to the point that we're at right now. Um, the... Uh, the numbers kind of fluctuate. It's kind of weird sometimes to see because um, competitors move in, you know, different stuff comes around and events happen in the area, you know, diff different things happen in the area. So the fluctuation is it's it's constantly changing. You know, there was one point in time where our Tuesdays were horrible, bro. And I hated Tuesdays to close out on a Tuesday because it, it sucked. The numbers yeah. sucked. And then now Tuesdays are strong and Wednesdays are horrible, you know, yeah. and it just continuously, you know, it, it, sh it shuffles itself through. It's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, a, I guess growing pains. I don't know. Yeah. And we're not going to find a real stabilized pattern until the whole market in the state gets stabilized, you know, yeah. prices are stabilized until a lot of the retails are kind of set up and like, okay, cool. You know, the people that are here are going to be here. Um, you know, we may get some people in and out, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, same with you on that one. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I had for, you know, um, sales and numbers. Do you have anything to add to that? Um, no, I think that's pretty much spot on brother. That's kind of what we've been seeing through our growing pains and everything. And, cool. um, the fluctuation is fun to see for sure though, because yeah. you start, it starts like a, more like a study on the community as to what's happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, who's coming, who's going, you know, um, we have a, a big portion of our community that travels everywhere to go work and then they come home and you see the jump in numbers and then they take off again back to work or, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of people, um, uh, move in and out of here, you know, and, and not like permanently, but they, they work in a whole different city and then they come home and, and then you see them three months and then they're gone for two and, and you know, it's, it's a fluctuation. So yeah, it's, it sounds about right, man. Yeah. Cause I mean, you have like travel nurses and all that. Yeah. Goes, yes. Nurses do smoke weed guys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they nothing. Like I didn't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, but we'll move on and um, you know, we're almost done with the show today, but uh, the last um, real topic that we have is the federal government looks like they're cracking down on Delta eight, even here on New Mexico, but it may not be what we're really thinking. Um, so it looks like the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, and the FDA, uh, Food Drug Administration, um, they've issued warnings to several places in several states and 
place here in New Mexico actually got the warning. And the warning wasn't about the Delta 810 or whatever. It's about the packaging. Um, oh, wow. Huh? Uh, that's crazy. That's out of left field for sure. Just yeah, it, the really, yeah. That went yeah. Um, And so, <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, I was like, well, I wasn't expecting that. And, and it does make sense because they have like pictures and some of them are just blatant Cheeto bags, you know, resealed. <laughs> Or, you know, they're just, you know, straight up, you know, kid candies and yeah. you know, stuff that's appealing to children. Um, that, that, that can't I've be seen them. Yeah, me too. And it's careless. You know, I'll admit that's <laughs> careless. You know, so it, that can be confusing for a child. You know, he's not going to know what that triangle really means in the corner yeah. unless someone really shows him. But, you know, um, and that's that's fair. You know, if people aren't really taking all the steps to make sure that kids aren't going to get in their hand. I mean, at least they're just getting a warning. It's not even like they got shut down or rated. It's just a warning. And I hope they adhere to it because, you know, when these two entities uh, hit you up, that means the third one might be coming along with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, those, and, uh, those guys don't ring doorbells. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they knock don't. The door down. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like to surprise you at the worst yeah, moments. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. And if you guys are selling stuff like that or Delta 8, just make sure that the packaging isn't going to do something like this because then you're going to tr trigger the federal government. When you trigger the federal exactly. government, it makes everybody look bad. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're a community and we work as a community. We play as a community. And when someone messes up, the whole community looks bad. You know, we all suffer as a community. Yeah, 100 percent. Um, I mean, like, do you guys um, run into that issue down there, too? Like we with like the packaging and stuff. You know what, boss? We really don't sell any Delta Eight um, oh, I mean, at like, all. You see in the area. I'm sorry. Oh, like in the area, you know, yeah. um, we hug the Texas state line so closely, man. And those smoke shops are everywhere, yeah. um, everywhere. You know, right down the street from us, there's one. There's two or three actually. Um, you know, and that's that's the crappy part about it is being in a non-legal state or at least a non whatever texas is yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. um it it's know. <laughs> it you know it's it's a very gray area um but i mean it's it's everywhere it's everywhere i've seen them in different stores too i mean there's there was a point in time where um circle k's were selling certain stuff like that and i walked in and i'm like what the hell like that <laughs> you know it's it's just different it's it, the packaging is everywhere and unfortunately it is absolutely appealing to any eye um adult or child you know yeah. when the when the cheeto bag looks like a flaming hot chester cheeto on the front you know like damn that looks good you know yeah. this looks so. like something i'd eat and then you eat yeah it exactly you know the kid had way too much you know? yeah and then the only reason why the Delta 8 industry and all these issues exist is because of the drug war and because cannabis is illegal in the first place. If we had legal cannabis and legal means for many years, this whole Delta 8 thing really wouldn't be much of an, an issue. issue right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the federal government's really kind of making more of an issue for themselves by, you know, just kind of lag dragging their feet. But I don't know if you've heard that, you know, at the end of the year, they might make a decision on the scheduling of cannabis on the federal level. So that could change things night and day yep. everywhere. Yep. Um, I did hear about that. I've been following that diligently, too, just to see, because that's going to impact so many people. Um uh, either descheduling it or rescheduling it is going to be impactful on a whole different level. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Whichever, whichever way they go, uh, yeah. it's going to be huge. No, hundred percent. Cause they're, they're either going to keep it where it's at, reschedule it, which we don't want, you know, then that means everybody's screwed 
um, which I don't think they would do because too many businesses nationwide would literally shut down. Like economies would be wrecked almost. Yeah, um, dude, I was looking at a, a map the other day and Jesus, there's so many green states now, you know, and it, it j just to look at the map alone and kind of, you know, have to digest that. I could only imagine what the federal government has to digest seeing that, you know, yeah. like you're literally could cause like the whole tip of scales to happen with one wrong decision. Oh, definitely. You know, just with that one ruling going from the schedule one to schedule three, you know, that that sucks. You know, yeah. it, we'd rather have no scheduling at all and, you know, figure it out that way because the states already have uh, regulations implemented. You know, there's already states, almost every state that has a regulation to have their own rules. Now, should there be some kind of, you know, thing where everything's the same? Yeah. You know, it should be across the board, of course. Um, and that's where the federal government does come in. And then they can make some of those regulations and calls because we're going to have to deal with the FDA. Um, you know, we have to deal with all these other entities um, and not just the, the state authorities anymore. However, that does change things for taxes and for banking. That changes the industry almost night and day, too. For the yeah, positive, dude. You know, like, uh, yeah, yeah you're, exactly. you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you could see the weight on my shoulders right there with all that bullshit, man. But that's where it's at, bro. Oh, dude, I saw it. I saw it just go, oh, yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. and, that's and, been a, a challenge for sure. Oh, definitely. It's, it's, it's a challenge for everybody in every state. And that's one reason why California kind of dropped the ball because they didn't take certain things into consideration. They just tax the living shit out of the industry. And the only way that people are able to make money over there is on the black market, you know, is, you know, kind of skating both ways and, you know, it's yeah. not right. It's not good, but it's the only way they can make it work, you know, yeah. like, and that's, that's just being honest. And so, you know, I hope that they just make the right decision. So, um, but that's, that's everything I had for today. I, but I do have some events to talk about today. Um, I know you said you didn't have any coming up, but there's a few going on around the whole state. I did a post today and I got way more responses than I actually thought I was going to get. So I'm actually <laughs> going to have to see because, you know, they, they, they were kind of still coming as I was, you know, uh, going into the studio today. And uh, next week I might have to see if any are going to be going on. But if you guys didn't get to catch these or there's some that you missed, if you go to the NM, uh, I'll, I'll put the link on here. We have the group page because we, we kind of just changed it recently. Um, it's NM Area 420 is the name of the Facebook group. And I'll, I'll get you added to it. I'll, I'll you on foot, are you on Facebook? I'll get you added to it. I, I do have a Facebook, but you can yeah. get at me then for sure. Yeah, I'll get you added on that. And then um, that way we, we can share all kinds of information. Um, that way um, you guys can see what other events are going on because it was going crazy. There's events I didn't even get to get on here. So let me get through this so that way I can get everybody out of here. And we can get on with our days. So here in Las Cruces, looks like we're going to be having the Canna Jams Fest. It's going to be featuring Young Buck and DJ Paul of 3-6 Mafia. Interesting. Um, that's definitely for the old people like us. Um, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be great. I might attend that. Uh, it's going to be July 29th, so the end of the month, um, at 6 p.m. at Picacho Peak Brewery here in Las Cruces. That's 3900 West Picacho Avenue. Um, and then going down, now we're going to another city. Actually, I have another one here for Las Cruces. This is um, from Firehouse here in Las Cruces. This is a newer place. I guess they're having a summer giveaway full ounce of grapes and cream. So I guess stop by and see what you guys, um, you know, can get over there. And I think you can also get a t-shirt mug and travel guide and stickers and stuff like that. So stop by the firehouse here in Cruces to see what they got going on. Um, and then moving on, we're going to go to silver city. Um, the dudes over at high lonesome, 
Um, that's uh, Jeffrey Castillo over there. He's going to be having a little car show thing going on at uh, Go Park over there. I think I've been to that park go. before. Neat little park. So Shout out to Jeffrey Castillo. He's the man. Yeah, he is. He's a dope guy. You know, over there, high loads of cannabis. Dude. He's doing his good thing. He's, he's yeah, doing he his <laughs> He's got a lot of good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny guy, man. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be hosting that. Uh, well, not hosting. He's going to be a part of it and everything. And then it's going to be a car show. You know, New Mexico, we're known for the lowriders. And, you know, if that's your yes, thing, go check it out. Um, it, you know, there's going to be food. There's going to be a bunch of people. And, you know, it looks like there's going to be some cannabis people there, too. So see what's up. Um, going down the list again, we're going to go down to the eastern part of the state, P-Town, Portales. Um, we're going to be, you're going to be having the Culture Jam Sesh. This is also going to be on the 29th of July from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. at 1800 Red Wine in Portales. Um, that's the location for that. Uh, again, like I said, if you guys aren't catching this, just go ahead and go to the Facebook page and I have the post on there and you'll see all of these just, you know, kind of spanned on there. Um, <laughs> now we're going up to Albuquerque. The way that we do it this show is we start south and we go up. Um, so Albuquerque, uh, you're going to have the Mama and the Girls Grand Opening. That's going to be August 5th. Um, address of that is going to be 915 Yale Boulevard, Southeast Southeast Sweet B in Albuquerque. As they have such weird names because they got the Southeast, the Northeast, the you know, Far <laughs> East, whatever. Um, so also in Albuquerque, we have the Galileo opening. Um, these guys are cool. Got to meet them over at the Hash and Headies. Um, they're going to be opening up August 5th. And the event's going to be from 2 to 6 p.m. Then the after party is 6 to 10 p.m. Um, address for this is 637 Broadway uh, Boulevard in Albu uh, Albuquerque. Then the last thing we got over in Albuquerque, and the last thing for the list, and then we're going to get everybody out of here, Bingo Night, sponsored by LX Farms. That's going to be at 6 p.m., 3709 Montgomery Boulevard Northeast. So if you Shout guys – Shout out, Shane. Shane's the man. So, LX Farms uh, is where it's at. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I forgot. I, I totally forgot that name. Yeah. So um, if you guys want to check all these events out, you want to check one out, want to check all of them, up to you. Um, I'm just giving you guys information. Y'all run with it. So that's everything I have for this week, everybody. We'll be back again for another episode of Ask Chad Grassy Logic. James, thank you so much for joining me again today. Thank you again to Chop Crop for you know being a part of this episode. Um, couldn't thank you more for being on here. I know you're a busy guy and everything. So if you want, you want to get us out of here? Do the outro. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you to everyone. Uh, last little thing I had for everyone. Um, all these uh, events that Chad uh, mentioned right now, I think are super important. Go out and support. Go out and support. These people put, I mean, I mean, when we throw events, we put our heart and soul, uh, tears and blood into it, man. It means a lot to us to see crowds out there. Go out and help help the little guy out, help support. Buy a ticket, you know, go, go buy a shirt. It, yeah. I mean honestly all these little guys that are doing a lot of big things it's it's neighborhood love you got to get it you got to get it you got to see it. you got to represent you know so thank you chad thank you to your squad and everything um shout out to the whole family um everyone that comes in heavy all the time you know who you are thank you guys so much um and look forward to seeing you guys on another episode brother thank you very much thank you everybody Appreciate like, yeah, and I can't wait to have you guys again, uh, have you on again when you get down in the little Dubai. So, uh, thank <laughs> right, you guys bet, man, it's a bit. Heck yeah. So, I uh, can't wait to see the shop here in a second. So, uh, let's get it. Yeah, bet. Um, go ahead. All right. Now, if you want, just give me a second. I'll go ahead and uh, jump over to the shop real quick. Let okay. me uh, pause it real quick. Cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to get everybody out of here. All right, producer, get us out of here. End of the day. <laughs> I'm ready. To